0: Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. This is Dr. Thaddeus Venture, and you're listening to the Long Box Guys. Whatever that means.
1: the long box guys going to do tonight, brain?
0: The same thing the long box guys do every night, Pinky. Drink and talk about comics. They're useless to taking over the world. Yes!
1: This week's episode of the long box guys. With me, as always, are some of my very best friends since I was a very little kid, Josh Hopper. How are you doing? What are you drinking?
0: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm having a Eureka from Treehouse. It's one of their lighter pairings. It's very nice. It's uh, a little pale ale. It's only coming in at point. 2%, and most of my concentration here is how disappointed I cannot have a peggary in Waterford, Connecticut at the moment.
1: That's uh, It's disappointing all of us. Lady yeah. and I are disappointed that we we want to uh, actually invest money in your eventual brewery, but we're worried you won't have anything but IPAs. Can you assure us you will have other beers besides IPAs if you open your own
0: brewery? Uh, absolutely. One of my primary beers I want to make is a Honey Porter. All right.
1: And Lenny
2: will
1: like that. Mm. <laughs> hey, man, you want Lady's money. You better fucking brew a beer that she likes.
0: That's fair. <laughs> Mikey, sweet, sweet
1: Mikey, how you doing? What are you drinking?
2: I'm doing fine. I'm just drinking a soda tonight because I have to do some work as soon as we finish. All right.
3: Then, uh, Tommy, how about you? How you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing okay. I'm drinking some old camp American blended whiskey. And it is smooth because it tells me so on the bottle. How are you doing, Tom? What are you drinking?
1: Uh, I just got done with a freeze ray. Do you guys remember what's in a freeze ray?
3: Nothing good?
1: No, it's not that bad. It's Fresca, uh, menthol, uh, methylated uh, alcohol, and vodka.
2: So is it a freeze ray that freezes time or freezes molecules? Time, mostly. Okay.
1: They could
3: freeze this as taste buds.
1: I also freeze the taste buds. That's methylated like a, it's just like uh you know peppermint schnapps, whatever you got. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. I like it. It, it. it's a very uh like punchy, quicky, nice fun taste. And uh I'm flying tomorrow so I like to stay super hydrated, so I'm drinking freeze Because <laughs> in my mind I think that and I also have a scotch on the side just in case. Great. <laughs> Because I like to be hydrated, but prepared. Speaking of someone who's always prepared, Sam Wilson, always prepared. And that's what we're talking about this week. We're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Or, if you pay very close attention to the end credits, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. God, I love seeing that come up.
2: Yeah, hey, spoilers.
0: Yeah, spoilers. (laughs) Right out of the gate. You didn't even give him a warning before you freaking hit him with that. Warning: Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, not to spoil that spoiler, but I was kind of disappointed they didn't have it. Uh, isn't he the White Wolf? Isn't he? Hasn't he atoned oh, they, for being they, the they,
1: Winter Soldier? They they talk about him being the White Wolf like three, four times.
0: Yeah, shouldn't have been Captain America and the White Wolf.
1: Uh yeah, be... a little disappointed they didn't do
0: that. You're right. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, oh fucking Bucky, fucking atones. He gets the book up, but he's still the fucking Winter Soldier. God. Damn it, Marvel!
1: You missed an opportunity, Marvel. You gotta, tell, you gotta check, you gotta check in with us.
0: Yeah.
3: Nothing's ever good enough for Marvel. No yeah. amount of, of forgiveness and atonement.
0: It's like it
3: far Same, remember? Uh,
0: so, yep,
1: into the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, uh, let, let, let's uh, reset and talk about what we're gonna be talking about here. Falcon of the Winter Soldier, I think uh, a pretty great show. I think we all liked it. If you haven't watched it, you already know we're going to be having some spoilers because we watched it. We got off our asses and watched it. You guys got to do the same. It's on uh, Disney+. Plus. I think it's one of the better Disney franchises. We're going to talk a little bit about the characters and the storyline and arc and and just how we felt about it. I got to tell you, I had a lot of feelings about it. Uh, I cried at that last episode at least three times. Uh, and I'm like a low watermark. I've had some friends tell me they cried like five times during that one. Mike, how about you? Did it hit you good? Did it get you good?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember crying at all.
1: Really, when Isaiah Bradley sees the statue in the last episode of himself, and and and, and he feels better about his place in the American in American history.
2: Yeah, no, no.
3: You're a monster. <laughs> you, you know, Tom, I'm right there with you. I almost cried when when Sam told his sister that there's only two times, you know, you can be early or you can be late. Your choice. I almost cried. I tell my wife stuff like that all the time, and she never listens to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've learned to let that go. you got to let that go, buddy. You're going to live a better life. That's why I'm no longer fixated on being early man. All right. So uh, this is basically not just the story of the Falcon taking up the mantle of Captain America. This is the story of uh, an African-American coming to terms with uh, his place in America and in American history. And it's so much more than that. It is told in a great Marvel story. We're not going to be able to tell you everything that goes on in this because it's just too much and too thick and too layered. So let's talk about some of the best characters. Everyone can just start going off on a character they like, or or we can just do timelines, whatever you like.
2: I mean, obviously the best character in this is Zemo. (laughs)
1: Let's not forget that Zemo still is a rat bastard.
2: Everything Zemo wants to happen happens.
1: I didn't say he wasn't a successful rat bastard.
2: Like he breaks in them.
1: comic book history, in the MCU, he is batting a thousand.
2: The only thing he hasn't been able to succeed at is killing himself. Black Panther oh. stopped him from doing that. <laughs> and look, Black Panther's going to regret that.
3: Before Zemo, there's a character that we only see on screen for really one scene that's very conflicted that we are not talking about that we should. The banker. He wants to give Sam a loan, but he can't. And he's very conflicted about that. And that scene was very emotional and very powerful. And I think we should just bring that up. I mean, Sam didn't have five years of income. He didn't have any explanation of where of those five years. Yeah, I like the the banker wished he could have helped him, but he couldn't. Well
2: he did have an explanation. He didn't exist. (laughs)
3: Right. But that still didn't provide five years of stable income to support the loan. Which just goes to show that even in a fake Marvel universe, people can still get screwed by rules and regulations and protocols that don't look at exceptions.
1: Well, of course, that that was why they had that in there. They wanted to show that... Uh, what's been going on is still going on. It's going to keep going on.
2: It didn't matter yeah. that he had the shield because that banker kicked his ass with red tape. Yeah.
0: <laughs> although he probably, though, as uh, what that shield is made of is probably worth several uh, hundred million dollars, he probably could have put that up as collateral. Yeah,
1: that vibranium is not cheap. That
3: vibranium.
2: That belongs to Wakanda, by the way. I don't know how. Tony Stark's dad stole that vibranium, but I'm just saying, I'm surprised the Wakandans left that shield there after they kicked Captain America's ass.
0: I mean, they do say it's complicated, right? Uh, yeah, that, that it's who owns the shield is complicated.
2: That's not the Wakandans own it. Just ask a Wakandan; <laughs> they'll tell you. Is you that made that of vibranium? Our That's ours. <laughs> That's a... it dips
1: Oh, did you have a meteor strike your country? You didn't, eh?
3: <laughs> all right then. But, I mean, you do know that Wakanda did sell vibranium in small amounts here and there throughout I know. the years. So, Stark could have bought it.
2: Maybe. Still all theirs.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, going into this, you really should have, you really had to watch. Civil War to understand where we are here and then of course you have to watch uh, the Avengers movies without those as kind of the background uh, it's still a great story but it doesn't make quite as
0: much sense I mean five minutes of reading gets you there it's not exactly the the lead up isn't exactly convoluted to what what happens so I mean yes you want to get the context I mean you should go see the movies they're enjoyable they're fun Uh, Go watch uh, old man Cap hand the shield off to uh, Sam and say, carry on. And that really gives the gravitas for the beginning of the show, where Sam decides the thing you should do is give it back to the U.S. government, even though they don't own it, which is complicated. And then, of course, they put it into a uh, a case for all of five seconds before they decide— uh, they want to uh, monetize and uh, politicize the the appearance of or the persona of Captain America, and they go out and find John Walker, a uh, trained U.S. soldier who's who's been serving his country, uh, and and give him the shield and <laughs> and present him as Captain America, who and the actor I I can't recall his name at the Wyatt moment Russell. does Violet. a fantastic yeah, job Russell. at at at, uh, at uh, making himself the the villain of of a lot of the show without being
1: can, can we say per- almost too good of a job because you got hate mail and
0: that's eh, not too good of a job he ah. did a great job and people are just dickholes <laughs>
1: yeah. I agree with you hundred percent you should never I mean I I don't mind if people write long diatribe vicious hate mail to the character and then send it off to John Walker Carol Marvel that's fine. To the
3: actor playing it because he did the job perfectly.
2: Especially if you go, hate him,
3: go read '90s Cap and the the U.S. Agent stuff, and you will see that White Russell played his part absolutely superbly. I would he say,
2: okay. I would say that uh, the uh, the U.S. Agent in this series is better than the one in the comic books. I think he's got a lot more. Uh, you can understand. Why he is the way he is, and yeah. it's easier to build a personal connection to him.
1: I did like the uh, the red pill, blue pill gimmick in the uh, the old and the comic, the red, white, and blue pills.
2: You're confusing John Walker with Nuke.
1: I am confusing him with Nuke. That's right; they're a little similar. So, um, yeah, I think Zemo. A lot of people love Zemo. That was a great character. Uh, Mockingbird comes in. Agent Carter, also a great character, does double duty. Uh,
2: no, it's, it's not Mockingbird. It's not.
0: I was like, no. Agent Carter eventually becomes Mockingbird.
2: No, uh, that's Bobby Morse. Oh
0: yep. she yeah. Yeah. Was there anyone who didn't know she was the power broker immediately?
2: Yeah, Falcon. Oh,
0: my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Falcon. <laughs> I, meant the I didn't Z-1. get it
1: until she got in the car after the Zemo
0: thing. Oh no! As soon as they introduced the character and. As soon as I saw her on screen, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, she's
1: the power broker. Now, I, I missed it for that much. You got me You got me until I, I was like, but what's Carter doing there? I guess she's just making her way. Oh, oh she's yeah. the power, she power broker. Yeah.
2: Uh, let's talk quickly about Sam when he meets well, who he thinks is the power broker that first time. What was the name of his character?
0: Oh, Striped oh. Tiger. No. no, smiling tiger, smiling, smiling tiger. Tiger. tiger, smiling tiger, and
2: they are like, oh, she called you Sam. Who's Sam? You're obviously not smiling tiger. He could have totally diffused that situation by going, oh, and your mom named you the fucking power broker. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that wasn't the power broker. They didn't think they were talking to the power broker. They were talking to.
0: The, yeah, the contact in the bar to get him to the power broker.
2: Yeah. I thought they thought they were talking to the power broker at that point.
0: No, yeah. she was one step
1: to the power broker. They were trying to get information about the power broker from her. Oh, okay. I think her name was like Jessalyn or something like that.
2: They might as well call her Red Shirt. It
0: didn't fucking matter. Yeah. Sure. It didn't matter.
1: matter. Uh, yeah, I, my mom named me Smiling Tiger.
0: Yeah, that's a call to a tiny-ass character, like a swiffer of a character, Smiling Tiger. Okay. Yeah. like. There you go. I did I like hope the we flick. see him. I loved
2: his mask. Uh, you know what? I hope we see him in the Thunderbolts spinoff show, which, good God, can we start a petition on change.org to have a Baron Zemo-led Thunderbolt show on Disney Plus?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they're doing everything to, uh, to, 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 to foretell that. I mean, they, they're taking everyone to the raft. They got Val there. Don't call her Val.
2: Well, th- actually, Zemo's the only one who's gone to the raft.
1: That's right. They were tra- No, no, they, 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 they talk about taking other people to the raft. They didn't make it.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Zemo had him killed. Because <laughs> yeah, Zemo always Zemo. wins. Yeah. <laughs> but that, none of the other shirt. villains in the Marvel Universe are surviving. To put well, we don't Earth know if Batroc
1: died. I will say Batroc probably didn't die.
2: No, Batroc... Batrock's well, fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Batrock's totally fine. We're not killing off Bat the leaper doesn't go down to two gunshots.
2: Yeah. No. And my fine. wife's
1: like, You got shot. I'm like, so did she. She's fine. She's walking to the yeah. car for fuck's
2: sake. Yeah, and you know what? Batrock wears Kevlar. Yeah. You
3: probably say he's wearing a vest. Plus Batrock
1: is always prepared. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh um, yeah, yeah, you guys know how happy I was when I saw Batroc coming in that first episode. like, oh, yeah!
2: <laughs> and he makes a, a, a comeback appearance. No, I'll don't call it, call it a comeback. But...
1: Don't yeah. call it a comeback. <laughs> He's been here for years, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but they play the character uh, beautifully and, and powerfully. Uh, so the story arc goes that uh, Sam gives up the shield. The U.S. government decides that they need a Captain America, so they get a highly decorated war hero who seems to check a lot of boxes. You know, he has a, uh, a good friend, La, La, uh, Lamar, who is uh, African-American. They make him the new Battle Battlestar. Uh, thank God they didn't call him Bucky. And, uh, you know, he's a, a wife of color. He seems to be uh, the perfect person to take up this mantle, um, and he's just not. And he is tempted to take the super soldier formula, and he does. Which leads me to this question, gentlemen: If you had it in your head right now, would you take it? Yep. Yeah. Yep.
3: Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah!
2: My shoulder, shoulder is sore.
3: Diabetes? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are pretty
1: sure about that. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: What are my I, options? I'd
1: probably yep. take it once a week.
2: I mean, look, I, if he's I... cutting
1: it with melatonin over there just to go to sleep. Is that what you're <laughs> planning on LT?
3: Super soldiers here. Super, super soldier and an are
1: good for the day. What
3: the fuck?
2: Look, if, you, if you're facing a bunch of terrorists who are super soldiers, yeah, of course, it makes sense for him to take it. If he hadn't taken it, he would have probably been dead like Battlestar. It's
0: true. And if it's I'm true. facing bad knees and a lack of sleep, taking it. <clears throat>
1: I know, it does increase your personality, and I'm kind of a dick. I just don't want to you know, go all the way over. That's all I'm saying.
3: Probably take care of that sleep, apnea.
0: <laughs> or make it a thousand <laughs> times worse. Yeah. I mean, you I'm kind of an asshole, Tom, but, you know, not to myself, so what the fuck do I care? <laughs>
1: nah. Nah, you're the perfect candidate for the Super, so you're right. I am right. You am right. Uh, all right, so uh, we know that he takes the Super Soldier formula and it uh, gives him the super strike, and he kills someone and everyone records it. Not only does he kill someone, he kills them with the iconic shield. Pretty much cuts a guy in half
0: with it. Just keeps pounding. He, yeah, he kills. A I think he just beheads. Him. They're fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has surrendered.
2: Yeah,
0: and he beheads him with the uh, with the shield.
1: Yeah. I don't think he beheads him. I think he kind of was chopping him off in the middle, was not he?
0: No, no, no.
1: I just watched the ceiling a minute ago. He was hitting him in the stomach. He was cutting this fucker in half. Oh, what well, do you want to bet?
2: How, how can we bet? We don't see the result of it. They just show the shield. That
1: That's true. You just see him pounding him on his gut over and over and over again. But I think okay. they mentioned it. I think they mentioned it. Now, I think the last shot you see, even after he does that last killing blow... The head's still attached, but you don't see the torso down.
2: Yeah, because then how do you even know where he's hitting him?
3: The first few shots are in the torso. Watch the scene again. Maybe i am getting too much into they, it. They, they do not show the body
2: at all. Uh, it but doesn't really matter. He as can, as he can, anyway.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. We are Snyder cutting this. Uh, yeah. If we continue <laughs> to dwell on every little detail.
0: Yeah, and actually, at the same time, he gets a chai cinnamon latte for one of the cops. <laughs> wait, wait, that. wait. It wasn't chai. It was chai. It was
1: chai, goddammit. I saw the color. That color was not chai color. No sir. no, sir. No, sir. All
2: right. Can we talk about the flag smashers?
1: Sure. Why did they change a Swiss guy who was the son of a diplomat into a, a rather harmless looking cute little girl who is
2: uh, so kick ass? I think it worked great I don't know why they were continually trying to save her from herself like I understand right you want to try to defuse the situation and that's what they were doing but at one point she was literally trying to kill all those people in that van <laughs> like, yeah. where do where they where are they finally like hey you really need to stop this oh you just shot Carter <laughs> I'm still not going to fight you what
0: Yeah, that might have been extended too far. The uh, the the leniency on, uh, or not leniency, but the inaction of action at some point had to turn, and they kept the characters sort of going on the this. I'm going to defuse this situation, and at some point, yes, there had to be a a switch that flips, where clearly uh, this is you know an untenable situation. Even if you see a uh, a person who is hesitant to continue on their course of action. But continuing on it, (laughs) that person at some point needs to be stopped, right?
2: Right, and they didn't try that with any of the other people. Did you notice that?
0: Well, Mike, they weren't thinking people. Those were um, (laughs) automatons with the super soldier formula that had already been brainwashed. She was the only person who could possibly have her mind changed. If Falcon was
2: on the radio with the guy in the helicopter saying, man, you don't want to do this. Let's talk about this. Just land somewhere. I would have respected it more, but he was only concerned about the female.
0: Yeah. Yeah, even the other female, the other three characters were all hesitant when she's like, okay, we're just going to start killing people. And they're like, you can see the shock and and hesitation on their faces. And nobody tried to talk them down. And clearly, they were ready to be talked down.
2: Right. Yeah, when she blew up that building with people in it, one of the guys was like, what the
0: fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, Sam, where were you with that guy?
2: Yeah. Or was that the guy who got murdered by Walker?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, it
2: was. The guy who was saying that Captain America was his hero? <laughs> and I Hello. like that she was like, I wasn't trying to kill him. You have super <laughs> strength and you punched a dude. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? It's going to happen. But I did, love the, I did love Walker's reaction to her when she said, He doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, that was perfect. That that struck a chord with me, too.
2: I was like, yeah. oh, he's going to kill her. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's going to. You don't say that about your battle buddy. He didn't matter.
2: My battle buddy
1: mattered.
2: <laughs> yeah, Is I that really you know? thought that it was it – because was, if I was writing it, she would have got up close to him and been bending his shield, and he would have just put a gun to her head and just shot her a few yeah. times. <laughs> Oh, you're a super soldier. Your eye's bulletproof. They
1: never never think about bulletproofing those eyes.
2: Yeah. But anyway, uh, so let's talk about some of the other characters in this. Uh, Was there any other characters who you were like, yeah, um, the guy, the army intel person who apparently – is doing way more than an army intel person should <laughs> Torres? <laughs> Torres. in the yeah. comic books he actually takes over as Falcon
1: what was it does he take over as Falcon or does he have another codename I can't remember
2: well he takes over as Falcon and then he changes his codename afterwards when Sam goes back to being Falcon
1: what, what does he change it to do you remember
2: I do not remember
1: I got stuck in my head that it's Red Wing but I think that's wrong
2: it could be. He was he be. was an illegal alien in the uh, comic books.
1: Yeah. And that, it just stuck in my head. And I thought that'd be a cool name because that's what you're going to call the thing. I thought that'd be cool. Yeah, he's an interesting character because he's doing a lot more than uh, uh, anyone is probably supposed to be doing. Uh, I like how much free agency they all have uh, to go around and pretty much pick and choose their missions. Uh, Mike,
0: that's the way
2: it is, right? Yeah, that's that, when I was in the military. There was a little board. You would walk yeah. over and figure out <laughs> where you want to work just on today. Take,
0: take your note card
2: off. Oh well, I think I'm going to go to Germany and try to track down this terrorist organization.
1: All right, yeah, well, you do. that. Hey, I'm going to Germany. You Want some brats? <laughs> Can we brats? Can we want some brats? I'm bringing back brats, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a little more lenient. Oh, the civilian but, uh, contractor just called me. Let me. Let me get him the intel that he is requesting.
1: Yeah, I can do that on my own. <laughs> uh, gotta make a couple of shortcuts, though, to, just to keep it moving along. Or else they'd be like sitting. It'd be like if someone were already moving somewhere, but they were waiting on paperwork and were just watching a TV show where he's sitting in his old house for like five or six months waiting for the paperwork to arrive so
3: he could move across country. It's just not very exciting. So can so we um... I thought maybe Torres keeping the broken wings was foreshadowing of him taking over as Falcon at some point in the future. Cocksucker, that's just what the fuck we've
1: been talking about for the last four minutes.
3: <laughs> but and... him keeping the broken ones. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He fixes them. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tom, yeah, you're correct. Watching that clip, it is it is somewhere below his rib cage, yeah.
1: Yeah, he cuts him in, in, in the torso. Yeah. Brutal. Of course, that last shot could have been the head, but I, if so, it's implied. Everything else looks like torso shots. That's fair. Um, so, uh, I would say we talked a little bit about Power Broker, who I mistakenly thought was going to be Mockingjet, Mockingbird.
0: So, uh, and we also have our little tie-in to uh, Secret Invasion, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. We got uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus as uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine.
2: Contessa, uh, a.k.a. Madam Hydra. Uh,
0: also a Skrull. Oh. Uh, she, uh, her character in a lot of the comic is revealed later on to actually be a Skrull. So I'm guessing she's uh, all scrolled up and ready to go.
1: I'm all scrolled up scrolled up. I, I did that. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a scroll milk. Uh, Tendate also coming off of that. Uh, you guys want to skip over to the final battle, the, the last episode? Um, so um, John Walker cuts that guy in half with the shield. He's brought before Congress. He's stripped of not only his title, his rank. Uh, but he's also getting a less than honorable discharge,
3: which is terrible. Yeah, he, he doesn't get a pension. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to mention that. So he that gets
2: pension. away with manslaughter. Or actually, no, he gets yeah. away with murder. <laughs> that's, that's more <murder. laughs> It wasn't accidental. Yeah. Uh, and um, so not he always
1: it at the, the hearing, which I thought was pretty brilliant. I like the way they did all of that. He really plays that barely controlled outrage at what. At the, at the the inner conflict that he has of, I did what you told me to do, versus what are you telling me to do now? You know, it, it's, you weren't there. And I, I really felt that conflict was terrific. So he goes on to make his own shield, uh, putting his service medals into the metal of the shield itself. Uh, that doesn't make it stronger, by the way. I checked. <laughs> I checked. That didn't do much. So he shows up for the last battle, and we don't know exactly where he's going to go or where he's going to be. That was pretty good, I thought. No?
0: Everybody? Yeah, I mean, his actions at the end, he is, I'm not going to say redeemed, but he is uh, allowed to continue. (laughs) He did
1: some things that were right. Yeah. Uh, given the choice between chasing and Carly and saving a truckload of people who were about to fall off of a uh, scaffolding type building, yeah. he, yeah, that was kind of, I don't know exactly what the hell he think I tossed off of. Uh, he chose to grab the back of the truck and try to drag him and saved He was attacked by other super soldiers, um, and Sam had to actually save the truck. But he did give Sam the time to, you know, set up and get ready to do it. So he chose saving people's lives over petty vengeance for, I don't want to say petty vengeance, I want to say righteous vengeance at this, for the death of Battlestar.
2: Yes. and it's uh, no small thing. And I do like the fact that they, rather than having that big battle with the other super soldiers, they just sent them a text message and sent them right into a whole bunch of people with guns.
1: And then there's a Lincoln quote. Lincoln quote. Really? Yeah. I was
2: was like, you know, you have no idea what's happening to Sam. You might want to, you're horrible backups.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking that too. Like you're walking to the final battle. Don't, don't walk to the final battle. At least a light jog and maybe a little banter while you're doing it. But Jesus Christ, man. Hop to it. There's still super soldiers
2: out there. So I think whereas the problem that we had with uh, WandaVision was we had too much time between the weeks to think about what was going to happen, we didn't have that problem with this show. Like I wasn't trying to figure out what's going to happen or anything like that during the week. It didn't. I was just like, huh? I wonder what they're going to do next week. (laughs) That was pretty much it. Like there was no, oh, is somebody else going to make an appearance or anything like that. I had none of that with this uh, show. Did you guys have the same experience?
0: Yeah, there was a lot less mental supervision for me. Like I wasn't trying to. Yeah, I wasn't trying to sort out the mystery from week to week. Uh, It was. uh, It was a well-written show. It was uh, somewhere between a political diatribe and a buddy cop movie. <laughs> and it was easy enough to follow, and yeah there wasn't a lot of there was not a lot of mystery to solve week to week, right? You were satisfied with every episode and you wanted to see the next episode, but you weren't really wondering what was happening next At least yeah, I, very, I,
1: very i mean and we also it was following a normal comic book track
3: yeah yeah and what I, I mean it, it was not it was an action film versus a mystery, yeah. Well,
1: one, it was more than just a mystery. One, it was purposely... It was like Lost. It was purposely right. confusing. Right,
3: but this this was definitely much more of an action film where it was just... It was—it it had all of the elements of an action film along with a lot of social justice, along with a what's going to happen next, but it had that pacing of an action film.
1: I'll go with that. But once again, i got to say, it just felt more like a regular comic book to me.
0: Yeah it had a story yeah. arc it had yeah. characters you knew who were going to be doing what from week to week um, really there, there were just there were very few introductions additions or subtractions that were particularly surprising it was fun to watch, you knew it was going to happen honestly n- nothing that happened in the show was like, oh my god I totally didn't expect that it's not what we were looking for in this show I, I
1: gotta say I didn't expect to like Zemo so much <laughs>
0: Okay, the dance scene with Zemo was amazing. I'm totally on Team Zemo. If Zemo starts a dance-a-thon, I'm in and I'm on, t- on Team Zemo. I, oh,
1: don't just say that because we're going to host one <laughs>
0: coming up. I have responded with the Zemo dancing gif to things that have no business getting that response. I've already and got my dance
1: cosplay set up. I, I got the turtleneck coming. I got the black pants with the big buckle. And uh, I'm just going to carry around a boot box with that thing just going all the time. Just walking around the car. Right. Woo. But at the and same time. People, I, I told me One more thing. Let me just say this. I've already seen people cosplaying Bucky carrying a cake. <laughs> I've, I've already seen people doing the cosplay.
0: <laughs>
3: Fair. But at the same time, everybody knew that that boat was going to get saved. Right. You knew the family boat was going to get saved. Yes. Yeah. Like, you, there were things that you knew were going to happen, like the comic book, as Josh was saying.
2: No, we, yeah. And yet. We're all saying yeah. that. We all knew what was going to happen. We knew, we didn't yeah. think they were going to be like, oh, well, fuck that boat. We'll sell it.
0: Yeah. It's the family boat, and it gets sunk by Zemo right at the end. <laughs> That would have been they, awesome. Or they all get on
2: board. They're having a shrimp boil, and it blows up. And,
3: like that. and it would have, have been, been awesome if the door millage had been like, you know what, Sam? You've asked for too much. <laughs> sink the boat. No, this is how I
2: improve it, right? I'm mis- a check just arrives to help pay for all of the stuff that they need for the boat, and with a little note, I told you I was fucking rich, Zemo. Zemo. <laughs> Because then Sam would be like, I fucking owe Zemo a favor now.
0: God damn it, damn it Zemo. God damn it, Zemo. It's Zemo always head.
2: wins. It's in your head. It's always in your head.
1: I, I That's just rent money for the time I'm spending in your head.
3: <laughs> or I if lived he had just out. shipped them all the parts, and <laughs> later they found out all the parts have been stolen. Because <laughs> he would have just fucked him over. <laughs>
1: Yes, no one thought the boat was going to be destroyed or sunk or not saved,
3: top. <laughs> just saying. It had qualities you knew that were going to happen and it also had things that were surprise. Uh,
2: you know what? I was a little surprised that Zemo stuck to his convictions and didn't take the super soldier formula. He just wants a world without superheroes. <clears throat> uh, and so he has the opportunity to take them all and just make his own fucking little army. And he's like... Nope. Crush, 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 crush.
1: Good. That's, why, that's why of all the weird characters I didn't think I'd come out liking, Zemo, like, sticking with me. Like, Zemo sticks to his conventions.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think Zemo has seen prior to this what he can influence and what he can do regardless of that. He knows his own capacity. I don't think he he even needs the physical side of that <laughs> equation to get what he needs done. So Well let's not, look, that Zemo's denial a mutant seems pretty trivial for Zemo. Huh?
2: Zemo's a mutant and he has luck manipulation, or probability <laughs> manipulation because he's just too st- fucking journey. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I think That's he's long shots father. <laughs> long
1: <laughs> shot. I think I think that when he's in prison he's finally going to discover adhesive X. And he's going to make his fortune on Adhesive X. And,
0: uh, that's a silent Velcro? What's it he- Adhesive
1: X? Uh, Adhesive X? That's like, <laughs> you know, uh, for the old comic book, Adhesive X is a, a huge part of the Zemo thing. He creates this unbreakable glue called Adhesive X. And Captain America, knowing that they're going to put Nazi warships together with it or some crazy shit, tries to steal it. And a vat blows up and his mask gets stuck to his face permanently. Uh, That's the original Baron Zemo in the comic books. And uh, so we know that they have the technology to make this unbreakable glue. And I think Zemo invents it, makes another fortune, and buys his way off the raft.
0: Oh, so we already know gorillas invent that glue. It's here in the real world. (laughs) I can buy it at Lowe's right now.
1: Gorilla glue is pretty good. (laughs) But that's not made
0: of gorillas? It's made from real gorillas.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's how you know it's good.
0: Yeah, that's how you know it's good.
1: Yeah, how you don't you know want
0: the. Good. You do not want the knockoffs for that. You don't want the chimpanzee glue. glue. Yeah. Soylent glue. Yeah, that's people. That's
2: not good. Yeah. Alrighty. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we? Are we? We're not going to do the all some adhesive
1: glue hour. We're not going to go right into paint spot Pete and how he's just a fucking knockoff. Otherwise known as the trap by the way. And
0: anyway.
1: scale of three to eighteen, guys. What are you going to give? I'm, I'm giving it like a solid seventeen. I really enjoyed this
2: shit. I'm going to give it a fifteen. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it had the. You know, the first couple of episodes had those big fight scenes that I was like, wow, they put a lot of money into this. I did like the character development that they had, but at the end of the day, it didn't surprise me uh, in any way, shape, or form. I just enjoyed the story that they took me on, so I'll give it a 15.
3: I'll give it a 16. I really enjoyed the uh, fight for the S.H.I.E.L.D. after... uh... Uh, Walker killed that guy with it, uh, and then the last episode I, I thought was just a, a beautifully choreographed and scripted uh, final episode.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to sit with Mike and say it's a 15. I'm you know usually one of the harsher critics of the group, but uh, I, I, uh, I'm with Mike. It was it was very well done. It was well written. It was fun to watch, uh, and I can see how it is sort of the stable sort of set of pillars they're gonna set a lot of other uh, MCU stuff upon but yeah no surprises but uh, it was yeah, well acted good quality fight scenes uh, it was very enjoyable liked it a lot
2: so other than Thunderbolts is there any spin-offs you would like from this show
0: Well we already talked about the scroll uh, well, secret wars secret invasion which is already on the already on the schedule.
2: Would you like to see, uh, what was it, Justice? That was the um, Isaiah Bradley as Captain America <laughs> series that they had. Would you like to see him ripping Bucky's arm off?
3: Well, half. I wouldn't mind seeing that. A little <sighs> bit. Like oh. 40s, 40s Captain Milton, 40 years or 50s Captain America that's a black superhero, that would be great. Wasn't he in the fifties or so? No, in, you
0: know, it's, when was it? It's just prior to Vietnam, right? It's just it's just. Yeah. Oh, so it's no, anymore. he was.
2: They were experimented on him during World War Two.
0: Yeah, right. But when he rips Bucky's arm off, it's it was just Korea. Oh, Korea. Sorry. Is it
1: Korea? Yep. Okay. I'd, I'd watch that. I'd like to see that.
2: Do we want to see a power broker show? Probably not.
1: I, once again, I really, really want them to someday do uh, Damage Inc.
2: I don't know. I
3: mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see the chaff.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, I I would take a um, a sort of sideways glance to start to get to the X Men universe as a criminal show in Madripoor, set in Madripoor. Ooh. So not just the power broker, but seeing the real smiling tiger and a couple of minor characters that might get us to the X-Men eventually and just have a like uh, crime drama in Madripoor. I, I would, I would, I would watch that. They're
1: like uh-huh. half blade runner. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, in. introduce some mutants uh, and get them, uh, get them rolling in this universe. A I detective, guess.
2: a detective show set in Madripoor starring a guy named Patch. For those of you not aware, spoiler—that's Wolverine in Madripoor. Mm-hmm.
1: C- can you have a side drive named uh, Madrox? Sure,
2: why not? Sure, why not? why not?
0: I mean, that stuff's not on the docket, and there are a lot of shows on the Disney docket that I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out really where I mean, besides the next iteration of the movies, they didn't really do a lot. In this series, to uh, uplift what I think is the next few coming series, right? So we got Loki, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, I can't remember who else is coming, but I, I thought there might have been a bit more uh, tie-in to one of those series, but I, I didn't see it. I-, I mean, I and I might have missed it somewhere in there. So really it looks like they're they're propping up the MCU uh the next whatever they call the next series of movies with this show rather than the next set of uh episodic stuff in the MCU. I'm really looking forward to Morbius coming up.
2: Congratulations. You <laughs> and you and uh whoever stars in that movie.
3: And mom. Oh. yeah. Oh. Tommy, you like Mobius? You know, excited Is for Mobius? Mobius, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but, you know, I'm, I'm much more looking forward to Moon Knight. Of course you are. Did you see the trailer that dropped? Yeah, looks that good. pretty good. Looks pretty good.
1: But more importantly, uh, the trailer to MODOK dropped, and that looked really
2: good. All right, that brings me <laughs> I, to I the mean, front of the long box.
3: Let's go to the front of the long I, I, I I box. I mean, I kind of hope that you see a return of the, the line, banker. <laughs> Kind of hope that we see a return of the banker, and that he starts a peer-to-peer lending platform to help out people like Sam in the MCU. You're
1: the only one that wants to watch that.
3: <laughs> Look, okay. I just think he should have. I think one more scene would be great. I would hate that actually. <laughs> uh, in front of
1: the law I think I know what we're going to talk about, Mike. When you get the front there, buddy.
2: So at the front of the log box, if you have not seen the trailer for Modoc, go stop this podcast unless you're driving. Uh, go ahead and watch the trailer because it, it looks awesome. I'm a big we'll fan. Count to, count to, we'll, we'll count to ten. Ten. Nine,
1: we don't have eight.
2: to. They, they can pause. It's, it's fine. Oh,
1: pause. Pause.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, wait. Pause. Go ahead. Pause. Yeah. There. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> so... Uh, I watched it, and I I had a really deep reflection of it because I was sitting on the toilet while I was watching it, so I had time. And I thought, you know, in my brain, if I lived in the Marvel Universe, I would want to be an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. But in my heart of hearts, I know I would be middle management for advanced idea mechanics. (laughs) aim because i could imagine being the guy who's like uh modok you gotta stop blowing people's arms off <laughs> i know i know you're designed only for killing but our but insurance you're rates... yeah
1: you're not modem that guy's just maimed and now we gotta pay yeah it would have so, been better if you killed him really
2: so if we lived in the marvel universe What job would you either – what job would you want to do and what job would you probably be doing?
1: Well, I've talked about it before, so I guess I'd want to work for Damage damage Control, which is the insurance company that goes and assesses superhero uh, damage and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But in all likelihood, I work in a bakery that was destroyed by the Hulk. How about you, Josh? Where, where,
0: where do you work or where do you want to work? Uh, let's see. I uh, In the beginning of days, I kind of wanted to be a lawyer, so I would be working with uh, Matt Murdoch in Manhattan. That's what I'd want to be doing. Um, but honestly, I'd probably be uh, desktop support at Xavier's Mansion.
1: Uh, I was thinking you'd be working on the head chap. On the what? The head chap. It's an app that helps henchmen find terrible people to work for. Let's oh, right. say yeah. you're a computer programmer and you're also a fisherman. Good news for you. The Frogger has an opening. <sighs> now, it's not exactly what you're used to in the past, but there's a lot of
0: overlap there. A lot of so overlap, we're going to make yeah. an introduction. There were two apps, though. There was Hench and there was a competing one. What was the competing one?
1: Oh, uh, only LT knows you. <laughs> it's, He's a little bit like that, Lt. Man. Come on, redeem yourself, buddy.
0: Yeah, was Hench.
3: Hench, and Sidekick? No, 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 no. 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 It was no. it was a synonym for Hench. We know that <laughs> bodyguard it wasn't minion. No, it wasn't minion.
0: Uh, I can't remember. Uh, it I'll, the, I'll,
2: look uh, it, I'll look it
0: up. Uh,
1: um, yeah, you'd probably be working on the app. And you'd probably be working on... No, but LT. Uh, but, Josh, I'll give you this. You probably worked on the one that came out on top.
0: <laughs> I appreciate
2: that. Uh, fun little Alex fact. The Hench app that we're talking about was created by the Power Broker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: what was the other app?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm working on it.
1: Keep working on it. LT, in in the Marvel Universe, what would you want to be doing, and what do you think you'd be doing?
3: Uh, I would want to be Tony Stark's personal DJ for all of his parties, but I would probably be doing is probably just washing his cars.
1: You'd be doing his paperwork, buddy. Come on. Come on. You'd be doing the paperwork for everyone who works for him. Probably. You'd be an HR guy. You'd be great at it, though. Like, honest to God, I want you as my HR guy. Like, you're a prick to talk to. I'm
3: sure. <laughs> but I'm also like, sure you get I'd all this like, stuff all right, we got another 20 claims because Iron Man threw a villain through this wall over here, injured 20 workers, <laughs> yeah. falling debris. Like, OSHA fucking hates Star issues. Like, like, Christ. Why do we still have people attacking us here? <laughs> so why is this guy staying happy? Happy's like been killed
1: twice. Mike, you look like you got an answer for
2: us. It's the Lackey app. Lackey. Oh. Yes. It was the ripoff of Hench. The Power Broker came out with Hench, and so Darren Cross came out with Lackey.
0: Yeah, but once they came out with Hench X, yeah, yeah uh, the, the algorithm got good, and you yeah. start giving feedback. Yeah, it was, Well, it was uh, on Raspberry. That was the big yeah. thing.
1: Bob's going to suck. Ha ha. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, uh, Silent Bob from all those terrible Jay and Silent Bob type pictures, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box, comics talk for comics fans. Tommy, I guess that
3: brings us to the back of
1: the long box,
3: man. What do you got? i uh, got Vic Boone, mal- Blame One, Malfunction Murder by Sean Aldridge, Jaffo, and Jim McMunn. Uh, this None is of those are words, man. None of those seem like words. <laughs> so say, yeah. say the title again. You kinda... Dick Boone, Volume 1, Malfunction Murder. Dick Boone, Dick Boone is a detective in the future, and he is hired by... It's sort of a noir pulp detective story set in the future. Uh, and he's hired by this CEO's wife who is being framed for murder. And... And it's the CEO of this robot company, and he's hired to find out who actually did the murder to clear her name, and it takes a bunch of twists and turns, and it's pretty good. All right, I'll take a look at it. Uh, I'm sorry, I I really did miss the the name of it. Is it Vic Boone? Vic Boone, B-O-O-N-E. All right, I'll take a look at that. A little tangential, but I'll go with that. And tangents
1: so are your purview there, uh, Josh. What do you got there, buddy?
0: I was trying to think of something, uh, but uh, I think we've, uh, we've gone long. I'm going to skip it. Skipping oh, it. Skipping the tangents. Skipping the tangents.
2: By the way, uh, I have to say, uh, Tom, when I thought Marvel Universe, I know you wanted to work for Damage Incorporated, but I could imagine you also being the spokesman for Heroes for Hire. Ooh, I would like that. And LT, I could also imagine you working for Oracle Incorporated, which was uh, Namor's company, because you have that degree in environmental science.
1: It's an evil degree. Let's be clear of that. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, not, I'm just clarifying. Actually, now I can think about it. I can see him working for uh, Sunspot over at AIM.
0: No, don't don't it's steal my gig. <laughs>
3: yeah, don't steal
0: my job. Yeah.
3: There's nothing evil in that degree.
1: Your f- closing thesis was you should club more baby
3: seals. I just wrote one paper that suggested that maybe we should we should continue harp sealing hu- hunting just like the the First Nation people of Canada have been doing for centuries with clubs. That, Which, you could do it however you want. But if you're looking at it from an overfishing standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. Mostly Considering that each seal consumes about two and a half tons of fish per year.
1: You just love seal meat.
3: I've never tried seal meat, but I I am a little curious about what flipper pie tastes like.
2: And I'm I'm betting that's what uh, attracted Namor to hiring you.
3: Yeah. Because it's probably delicious. Because you're pragmatic.
1: Yeah. And you hate you hate overfishers like those goddamn harp
0: seals. Namor hates seals. Yeah. He hates these seals. He hates these seals. Probably. probably.
2: Namor hates everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, okay, I, mean, like,
3: Sue Richards. I mean, nobody ever talks about, the, about the, the hunters monogamy. that get killed by seals every year. Nobody talks about that.
2: Josh, I pictured you uh, working for Murdoch, Nelson and Opper <laughs> <laughs> Because quite frankly, they need a Jew.
0: That's <laughs> true. Yeah.
1: Plus you can stand next to Frog and translate. <laughs> uh, <rejects> <laughs> Alright, I guess that brings us to plugs.
2: I would like to thank the Internet for providing me another Justice League of America. I am down to just ten, and I was bidding on Justice League of America number one and the son of a bitch who scooped me out of it at the last minute. Fuck you, (laughs) Tom.
1: (laughs) Not me. How much did we go for
2: Uh, it? Let me go check the final price. While you do that, let's also thank Kirby Crackle for providing our geek rock music every week. You can check him out at kirbycracklemusic.com.
1: Well, as long as we're doing that, let me uh, plug Pensacola, Florida, and Pensacola. Coming up at the end of May, uh, we've got a bunch of great guests coming down there to talk, including George Wendt. Uh, I'm going to be down there, uh, along with a couple of special guests that I can try to drag up. And uh, we're going to be uh, doing a uh, couple of our panels and, of course, we're going to be doing a sing uh, a sing-a-long instead of karaoke this year, which is going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be in one of the bigger rooms. And we're going to be doing our, our signature trivia contest, Last Nerd Standing. And uh, we're going to have a great time. Uh, they're trying to do everything they can to be as socially conscious and socially distancing as possible. That being said, it is Florida. <laughs> so be wary. George White's coming down. Hey Norm, how's the plague treating you? Ah, like uh, I'm wearing biscuit underpants. And it's a doggy dog world. <laughs> that's my that's my norm on the spot. Okay. We do have a couple of fun people coming down, including a, a wrestler I really like named uh, Doctor Britt Baker DMD, a legitimate dentist who decides she'd rather be a wrestler.
2: <laughs> so Justice League of America number one sold for one thousand five hundred and twenty-five dollars. I was significantly outbid. I when I had last checked I was only losing by $10. I lost by a lot more than that.
1: It's funny what we now consider uh, appropriate money. When I was a kid that would have like just blown my mind to shreds. Now I can see it.
2: Yeah. I just bought Justice League number 3 for 45 bucks. So yeah.
0: Well played.
1: Well played. You're going to get the whole thing, and you're not going to overpay for every single one. You're going to overpay
3: for the one last one that you need. I get you. Yeah. Anybody else have any other plugs? I would like to plug geekorthodox.com. Geekorthodox.com.
2: Geekorthodox.com. Hello,
0: Timmy.
3: Geekorthodox.com. Purveyor of fun. T-shirts. Stained glass prints. Baseball T-shirts. Baseball caps, socks, you name it, they got it. GeekOrthodox.com.
2: I can't wait for them to do a stained glass window for me for my new house.
1: That's going to be awesome.
2: I can't wait to get orders so I can go to my new house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Their new shirt, by the way, Vax to the Future, is uh, real nice, too. So uh, go to GeekOrthodox.com. If you're looking at nothing else, take a look at their Vax to the Future uh, fun little T-shirt that they came up with for the modern day plague.
2: And uh, if you have an idea for what stained glass window you want Geek Orthodox to do for me, go ahead and tweet us at the Long Box Guys, or go over to our Patreon account, Patreon.com/slash/theLongBoxGuys. Go ahead and throw a couple shekels our way because for a mere one dollar a month, you Wait can get
1: minute, one dollar a month.
2: Yes, $1 a month. And let me tell you what a great bargain this is because for $1 a month, you get access to our almost weekly uh, podcast called The Geek Leak, which we are actually better at putting out on time than we are this podcast. So – and all that money that we collect on our Patreon goes to the Elizabeth Peabody House Food Bank. So you are uh, helping feed families.
1: That's right. As I hear, over a hundred families got fed last week alone with our generous donation. So, thank you very much for all of that.
3: So, I'm just gonna throw it out right now, Mike. Maybe you should get a Justice League stained glass.
2: Oh, maybe.
3: Kind of celebrate your long run. The vulgar unicorn man. That's the way to go.
2: Sad uh, myth. The Myth series? These World, okay.
1: One of my favorites. I like a nice anthology. Works well for me. And that'll do it for us this week. Josh, your house? Still your sector?
0: It is my one and only sector currently.
1: Oh, but you did get out for clams today.
0: Uh, lobster Roll, yeah. Lobster so, yeah, Roll. Good day, lobster you got out today. for a nice
1: Lobster Roll. That was good. Buttery Roll?
0: Yep, Buttery Roll.
1: Big seasoning on that,
0: little A little
1: bite, little All right, Mikey, what's this podcast like to you?
2: It's like drunk history, but for comics.
3: Tommy, sweet sweet Tommy, any last words of wisdom for us? Get two shots in the arm to protect everybody.
1: Damn straight! I got both of mine. I got my COVID vaccine, and I'm on my way to Vegas tomorrow morning. Gambling two different kinds of ways: my money and my health. <laughs> Hope I don't roll snake ass. <laughs> and uh, don't forget what I always say. Don't diss what you hate. Just promote what you love. You'll a live longer. So long from the Law Box, guys.
0: So, Mike, just in case you were thinking of keeping five or more pigs in your town. You can't do that because that constitutes a piggery and it's prohibited in all zoning districts.
1: So you're saying you up four pigs?
0: Uh no, there's actually uh you need a hundred twenty thousand square feet of land to per keep pig the amount of pigs. Yeah. Per pig. No, not per pig in toto. Four pigs. But any any anything more than five pigs is a piggery and then you have to meet the piggery. Uh, oh, so, all right. So there's yeah. a separate. So thing you, from- you
3: can't yeah. even have just like one small pig as a pet.
0: You can. You just need a, a lot. That's at least 120,000 square feet. which is. A
3: right. But Mike, you couldn't no. on his no. lot. No. Cause
0: you, cause you basically choose. need two acres for a pig, yeah. if you want to have a pig.